All right, everybody, let's do this. Five, four, three, two, one. Those were proper seconds. Just saying. They weren't. You should do them properly if you're going to do this. All right, hold on. If the job is going to be done, it's worth doing properly. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our show. Nicer. Pretty good. I was watching my watch. Four. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. It's Monday, May 14th, 2012, and this is the RPG cast. It's not May 14th. It is May 14th. It is May 14th. (laughs) How the devil did that happen? It's It's Diablo 3 Eve. It's funny how you say it. How the devil did that happen? More like, how How the the devil devil happened tomorrow? How the Diablo did that happen? Oh, Oh, it's clever because it's not out yet. So I, I, I hope you're not downloading this. Or, or maybe you are what you're listening to this while playing Diablo three. Or... Wait, are we actually live? Are we keeping that intro? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Dot com quality intro. You really should aim a little higher. I'll take it. I'll take it. And honestly, if you've listened, no, no, that's higher. So welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, it's Monday night. Anna and I just got off a boat. We were on a boat. I had flippy floppies, rode some dolphins and stuff. I totally had flippy floppies. Is that some kind of disease that you get from being yep, on a boat? Flippy floppies. Yep. <laughs> I've got. It, I've had it all day today too. Actually, been rocking back and forth in my desk. It's really strange when oh, you're. Yeah, I sit on the world... bed and I. Sh- I feel like I should be moving forward backwards. Yeah. Still haven't gotten my uh, land <laughs> legs. I guess so dirty. Yeah, it's weird. Oh shush. Ew. So. Moving on to people. Who's on the sh- call with me? Uh, I've got Sean Hi. Cooper. He's a Hi. guest person. Uh, Hi there. He's also my... <laughs> oh, doing podcasts at an odd time. I can be there. Yep. Super it's nice. Here. It's the one benefit of being a professor is that you get the summers off. Then ah. you spend the rest of the year dying, just dying. Someone dying to get off his little island is John Yearworth. Uh Hi. I finished university on oh, Friday and I'm very tired. Ah, that's what Congratulations. He He's tired. Ah, man, are you tired? Tired of this podcast. Ah, Manuel Marino, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. He'll Wasn't be he here. on oh. last week? Huh? He was. I think he was on here last week. He I was Manny. speaking to him. If it makes you feel better, you're about as funny as the comedian we had on our ship. Oh, Noodles, <laughs> Noodles Levenstein? Oh dear! Yeah, you that's not a promising name. <laughs> He's on. He he. They said he was on some show, but I had no idea what. Noodles Levens. Yeah, what's Noodles going on? Levenstein. First of all, apparently I'm hilarious, and I could get booked on on a fancy cruise. Is that what you're trying to say? Um. Yeah, you would probably be more funny than he was. Uh, let's see. I think what Chris is saying is that the bar is low. The bar is low. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course. You guys limbo on the ship, right? Ah, no, we didn't do limbo. Lots of bingo, though. I would have paid out. to see that. I would have paid to see Chris and Anna. I was limbo. two numbers away from fifteen thousand dollars. So we're so we're like twenty other people. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> That's kind of how bingo works. All right, and finally, oh, it's me. Oh wait, no, it's Anna. Anna Marie Newfeld. It is I. It's not it is me. I have bling. And it is I, Chris Privetier, your host. There we Thank go. you for joining us. All You're right, welcome. Do you Are we the, done? Do you want the surprise? Wait, 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 wait. What? Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the week. Good night. The ocean is glass and half full. 
The pessimist says, the glass is half empty. The gamer says, I drank it. It happened. I don't know yes, what she said. Skype. I agree, computer. <laughs> I agree. Totally. I agree, Skype. Totally. I'm, I'm there. Totally there. <laughs> what is she on about? Beep, beep, Aww. boop. Beep, beep. She's a Jeep. Wow. Um, this guy doesn't... Man. Oh, this is funny. Ah! Oh. So if you, uh, if you want to follow this comedian from our ship on Twitter... Why would you do that? I... He has to follow you. You can't like you can't. You have to follow him to see his tweets. It's like uh, I don't know why. It's like why would you protect your your public relations account? That's stupid. Hey, uh, mine's privacy locked. But then again, we have a site one that people are meant to follow. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, he was on one episode of Beverly Hills 90210 as patient back in 1992. As patient. He's been busy. <laughs> as patient since then. He, oh, you didn't mean he was patient. He, oh, oh. No, it was his name. Patient. Yeah. I can imagine that was somewhat confusing in the hospital. What's your name, son? Patient. Oh, that's going to make it difficult to figure out where you are. Oh, oh, <laughs> my favorite episode of 90210, Baby Makes Five. Oh, oh. I remember that one. I don't. No, I didn't no, I don't, watch I don't, the show. I don't remember that one at all. Didn't it have, like, it was um that girl, Spelling, Tori Spelling. Wasn't she in it? Yep. I think because so. her dad made it. Her father made it. Yeah, she's a terrible actress. Have they made 90212, oh, yeah. like the sequel or anything? <laughs> no, the no, they have remade 90210, and, but it doesn't work anymore. 90210, The Next Generation? Any of that? Or just call it 90210 again, like uh, like hey, Degrassi Junior High did? <laughs> Wolf says Degrassi it was called Melrose Place. Degrassi is a Canadian institution. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and like the many Canadian rapper Drake came it's from disappointing. that. Okay. Hey, hey, Chris. Yeah. You have a box. I do have a box. So I got this weird box today. Did anyone hear, want to hear about my box? No. All right. Let's move Yay! on. Let me tell you. It's from um, Irvine, California, this box. From the home of Blizzard Entertainment. So we're going to open it and see what's in this box on Diablo 3. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Three. You hold on. I'm, I'm going to say yes. I want to watch this box. Yes, it's Diablo 3. It's the oh, eve of goodness. Diablo 3. Why am I listening to this? Why is this three. happening? What has gone wrong I mean, with my life? Not only life are you listening here? to it, you're in it. I know. Oh, I'm look. soaking in it. Look at this box. It's a box of Diablo 3. Good. And you you got see. a copy of Diablo 3. Apparently. And let's well see done. what we got here. You, oh, you oh, already oh, have I got it. some sheet. Yeah. <laughs> not only do I have it, I have it twice over. I have the, the collector's edition arriving tomorrow from Amazon, and I have the World of Warcraft one year WoW thing. So I've got a co- Yeah, I already have it like on my Battle.net account. So I don't know why I need this. I don't know why I got it, but I got it. Hey, Chris, you should give it away. Apparently, I right should. Right now. Give it to the youngest person in the Skype chat. Who is it? Or in the um, thingy? Oh, that would be me. Ah, thank you, you, Chris. You work here. You don't get anything. What are the listeners? Uh, uh, wait, are you the younger street? than me, Manny? Really? No, I'm old. <laughs> 20 I I years. So check this out. I got a sheet. I got a sheet in this thing. 20 years have passed since the prime evils were defeated and banished from the world of sanctuary. You now you must return to Tristram and investigate rumors of a fallen star and omen that the end times have begun. Enclosed, you'll find your review copy of Diablo 3. Again, why did I get a review copy? I don't know who arranged for this, but they must be thanked. You're going to um, be reviewing it, it seems. Well, well I'm going to be giving it away is what I'll be doing, um, assuming we don't need a, 
Unless this is like the site's yeah. only copy, in which case it will be going yeah, I was about to, to say, our maybe reviewer. Yeah, if, if we if the yeah, game I, is I will not be giving it away it. tonight. We'll be sorting out this. Give it away today. right now, no. and then disappoint someone we'll terribly later on. We'll be sorting this out and figuring out what to do with this copy. It's very cool. Thank yes, you. Yes, twice. Thank you, Blizzard PR. Oh, this is cool. So, in preparation, we bestowed upon you a vast collection of assets, which can be accessed on May fourteenth at eight oh one a.m. at the following locations. Uh, they give the site to their. They've got a press kit. Um, let's see, this is a public address. You can go there. US.blizzard.com slash en-us slash company slash press slash press kits dot html. And then some stuff that I will not give you because it's an FTP login. Um, let's see. And yeah, you know, that sounds like that should have gone to Adrian or something. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. See you in the burning hells is there is there close to the letter. <laughs> Chev- Siobhan Slaughter, which, which is a cool name for a PR manager. And some info I'm not going to read on the air. If you received or are planning to purchase a collector's edition, we highly recommend. This is in red italics. We highly recommend that you exercise caution when filming unboxings because Diablo will eat out, eat your head, and jump out of the box. No. Um, When filming unboxings that include content from the art book or the the behind-the-scenes DVD slash Blu-ray, both of these items contain assets that that can spoilers... Um, I think they mean contain spoilers and should probably be avoided until later. <laughs> Just probably. Not they're not sure. Alright. And let's see. And then they've got the printout of the Diablo 3 launch day prep guide and a fact sheet. Ooh, in case I didn't know anything about Diablo 3. Diablo 3. Well, Chris, you are in, in games journalism, so yeah, I don't think right. they're that crazy. I probably do need that. a fact sheet. Diablo 3 features an easy interface, fast-paced action, and visceral gameplay that Diablo players have come to expect and enjoy. It also includes many new features that will take the Diablo action RPG experience. Are you making to the fun of the nice level. PR guy who sent you a nice free copy no, of the game? The, the PR person did not write this. PR person yes, they wrote do. It's a letters. press release. This is a fact sheet. This is not a press release. No, Manny, that's. And let me tell you, they give those to the lowest interns possible. Uh, uh, the, I, I know because I've written a lot of them. All right, so let's see. So Harvest Moon is a game where you farm and live a life. And they give a bulleted list of features. Um, each line has one or two words bolded. So let's read some of the bolded, uh, completely out of context. Five powerful character classes, new regions, new auction house. Interactive environments, endless dynamic gameplay, monsters, <laughs> ultimate RPG experience, skill system, seamless cooperative play, difficulty settings, hardcore mode, and spectacular visual effects. Those are the 10 most important things you can know about Diablo 3. I hope you feel... Oh, they changed it. <laughs> they changed it. <laughs> the, at Walmart, there was an hilarious description of Diablo oh, okay. 3 yep. which was blasted all over the internets for a few days but now they've updated it to make it slightly more useful but it originally which- said the Diablo 3 PC Mac game revolves around an interesting plot which will keep you spell bound while you are playing this strat- that was those are two separate sentences just so we're clear okay. this strategy video game is it? Also has some similar setting as the Diablo 2-like Tristram. The Witch Doctor is a new character in this game. 
is reminiscent of the Diablo II Necromancer the Barbarians. In this strategy game video, have a variety of revamped skills at their disposal on the basis of the use of their incredible physical prowess. Bring home the PC video game to solve the mysteries of the mighty Barbarians. Uh, that kind of sounds like it was written by one of those, like, you know, Chinese knockoff companies. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't written yeah. in English, translated to Japanese, then translated back? It does sound that way, but now they've got a proper one up. That was up until yesterday at Walmart.com. This was Walmart.com's description. I want to solve the mysteries of the mighty barbarians. I do, too. (laughs) Wait, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. Well, there is one mystery. Why is the barbarian so angry? Is it because he has a stick up his ass, or will Uh, we never know? That's why he's always leaping about. the monk's pole. (laughs) Think about that. So once again, thank you, Blizzard, for sending it over. We will figure out if that needs to go to our viewers or if we can give that away as a... As oh, a, give it away, Chris. As a copy or whatever Just we need to do. give it away right now. Um, we do appreciate that, Mr. Um, Mr. PR person and other people at Blizzard who are involved in that. Well, you know, the good thing is, though, it'll be easy for you to give that. If we have to give it to someone... It's just give them the key, and they can download it, the whole game, from Blizzard's website. Gonna, you know, the box is pretty cool. I think they're going to want the box. Um, the cover opens out. If you can look on the live stream right now, I'm showing it, and it, uh, it's a nice box to have. So if you're into having physical stuff, I'll send that over. So that'll be fun. But I can give you the key in advance if you would prefer. So we could have it both ways. Assuming I'm allowed to give it away at all, and it's not the site's only copy, in which case we're keeping it. Sorry. <laughs> So we'll we'll get that sorted out. Uh, so, oh, I have some feedback. I have, if you haven't noticed, our message boards are broken. And with them went our mail servers. And we just got the mail service back up, but I don't have access to any of our old email yet. So if you sent me stuff, I don't have it with the exception of one email. And it's probably the most important one we get every week. That's right. It's from Ocelot. It's our weekly questions. And I was oh man, I was enough. getting really worried because I was like the one we need to have. Every I week. know, and uh, I happened to have downloaded it while we were on our cruise. So uh, here we go from Ocelot. Dear RPG Cast, I realize that some of you are reading this after an amazing cruise, so there is really nothing I can write that will be as awesome as going on a freaking cruise. So one, recommend an RPG soundtrack that your listeners should get, even if they haven't played the game. Lost Odyssey. Persona 3. Bastion. Kingdom Hearts 2. There you go. Look at that. Those are actually all pretty Final good Final Fantasy Tactics. Because we need something around that Next all Next question. Out. Done. That was easy. Yes. That was a soundtrack from each of us. So get to work. Wait. I, I, I need to hear again so I can write down which ones I don't have. Lost Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Bastion, I heard. And uh, I'm have, pers- sure you have one of those, and it's autographed. What Bastion? Oh, I do. I do have Bastion. You're right, I, and it is autographed. Sorry, Suikoden. Did someone say Suikoden? No, no, no one said that. Okay, it's a good uh, choice, but it's not as good as the. So I heard Bastion. Uh, I'm already forgetting everything. Bastion, Pers- Persona Three, um, Lost Odyssey, Final Fantasy Tactics. And Kingdom was, Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, thank you. That was the other one. Kingdom Hearts. Alright. I totally don't agree with Kingdom Hearts being up Kingdom there Hearts with the too. others. It's a good sound. Oh, you don't like Hikaru it's, just, it's not a top ten. No, I was thinking of um, Ooh, Yoko the single's Shimura. good. You're right. The single's good. Hmm. Da, 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 da. Okay, Traverse Town is still in my head, so that goes. I still remember the works. ways yep. that you... Isn't no, that one of her songs? No, let's not go. That's one of her. 
No, no. This is this is one of the good ones. You know that one? Oh. Yeah, I'll stop. Yeah. Uh, Suddenly I have the desire to kill myself. It's unpleasant. <laughs> you know what's funny? That that video, the Sanctuary. music video to Passion, has a oh, higher yeah. budget than a lot of the top grossing movies in Japan. Oh, wow. Okay. I, remember, well, I, I think... I, I saw uh, I, I actually had saw the uh, the music video for Passion on the Japanese equivalent of MTV. That was weird. Oh, but the if you actually is, watch a lot of these, uh, which, like if you watch a movie like Shinobi, the production values in a movie like Shinobi, which was like a big budget movie, or Goemon, they aren't that much higher than uh, Utada's movie. I mean, music video, music now, videos. Passion was the first game or the second game song. Number two. That was yeah, Kingdom Passion's Hearts 2. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you're recommending the one that has... Uh, I, I just... I'm drawing a blank on the game, on the name. Hikari. Hikari, and in the U.S., is it called Colors? Um, simple and Clean. Simple and Clean. Yep. Thank so you. Simple Wait, and clean. are we talking about the first game or the second one? The first game is Simple and Clean. Thank you. Simple and Clean. So the question I have, do you prefer the straight mix or the Planet B mix? Planet B ranks. I, like I think I have like six versions of that song on my iPod. I prefer the Planet B mix. Uh, that's the one that got me interested in it. But the first one's actually pretty good. Um, and it's the, uh, well, whatever. Just go get all the Japanese versions of everything. You know, that I think I, about it. I only, I I only, sorry, Manny. I, no, I, 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 I only mentioned the Kingdom Hearts 2 one because that's the most recent one I've bought. That's so, you know, when I think about it, I, I can't remember that many memorable Square Enix theme songs since, like, maybe Eyes on Me by Fei Wong and mm-hmm. Utada's Kingdom Hearts themes. Like the- I liked Melodies of Melodies Life. Life from 9. <sighs> Sutaki Dane from 10. I can't even no, remember I mean, like, Sutaki Dane. Yeah, but, but Eyes on Me sort of penetrated a lot larger than I think a lot of people still remember that song, right? I don't remember Eyes on Me at all, sorry. What game was like, it? Like the, the theme. Eight. Oh, but did you ever know that I Yeah, but 12. This, I never heard anyone talk about the Final Fantasy 12 theme song favorably or... 12? 13? Who's the theme song for... I don't even know who does the theme song for 13. Oh, man. The oh. only song that I found super particular from 10 is... Yeah. The 13th theme song was sung, by, was sung by some talent show winner from England. Yeah, Italy. the English version of the theme song, not the Japanese one. The Japanese had a proper theme for that game. Yeah, I know. Which Susan is to, Boyle. Which she is to it. say I'm completely... <laughs> <laughs> She's done everything, don't you know? It's actually, actually if Susan cool. Boyle did the 13 theme song, it would actually be pretty awesome. But it she would didn't. be. She did not. Um, Unfortunately. Is that other lady? I have Leona Lewis, I think, right? Yeah. She sings Stay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She was like a YouTube girl. Yeah. I didn't even know that yeah. she was a YouTube girl. Um, yeah. Next one, next one, get Michelle Fan to give us makeup tips. But as I've as I've said, as as much as I hate um, as uh, some of these these uh, themes, all I have to do is go listen to that Hot Problems video again and realize no, this is no, pretty good music. No, in comparison. don't advocate that. <laughs> as soon as I hear it once again, I'm like, oh, you know, that's not so bad. It, it even makes Bieber sound good. <sighs> I thought was impossible. All right, so that's Persona Three. Now, come on. All right, prediction number two question is prediction: Half Life Episode Three will be out in what year? Twenty seventeen. Half Life Three. Yeah, Half Life Episode Three. So Half Life Two Episode Three. 
You know what? We have an interview with Gabe Newell coming up, and that was the one question we promised not to ask, so I can't. I have no idea. They they actually say, please, you're not allowed to ask this question? No, but that was a premise of us requesting the interview. We said we promise we won't ask about Half-Life 3. Oh, but what about Half-Life 2 Episode 3? They're the same thing. They're not the same thing. There's not going to be a Half-Life 2 episode. That is the correct answer. I agree. There will be no Half-Life 2 episode 3. Will it be playable on a new Steam video game system? No, it won't exist. No. No. (laughs) That's an industry pipe dream. And that if that, that ever comes out, it's years, many it, years away. Oh, it, you know, it totally going to exist. I, I think it exists now. Okay. It's called a computer it's called with an computer. HDMI cable. It's called That's a right. computer. With an HDMI cable. There you go. You got your Steam console. You can get them in both Windows and OS X flavors even. Yeah, it's great. Depending on what kind of interface you want. Mm-hmm. Have you played any of the Infinity Blade games for you iOS? Know, oh, 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 oh. I know why we sound so terrible. Yep. Chris doesn't we're... play them fucks with them. I don't know if it's oh. quite the same. <laughs> he gets a name for effort. Okay, I have played Infinity Blade 1 and 2. Um, I really like, like I've said in the past, I enjoy the fiction of Infinity Blade more than the game, um, but the game's not bad and I need to get back to 2 and finish it off. And I think I'm the only one who's really played them on the show, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. And he says he can't figure out if he likes Infinity Blade 2 or not. He picked it up. And I can't answer that for you. Yeah, do you like RPG Punch-Out or not? I do. Um, It could use to be a bit deeper. And, um, but I think Infinity Blade 2 actually refines a bit of it. So, I'll see if they have a light version. Uh, Oh, but there is going to be the Infinity Blade Diablo clone that was announced like two months ago. We haven't seen anything since. Let's hope we don't see anything else. Let's Why not? Just turn it into a novel series. That's what I'm telling you. Because they have a. I think it's. <laughs> Why don't you just go read the Mistborn books? I mean, that's what well, you want, right? David, well, um, I want. I want this is- seriously, uh, having read this book, it's a cool setting, and I want to hear more about it. I like it. So I would like. Uh, his other books may be great, but I'd like to actually see more of the setting. Oh. Is that a problem? I don't know. Hmm. What are you going to say about why we sound bad, Manny? Oh, it's because we're recording this podcast during peak time. Peak time. Peak time. Peak time. Yeah, ev- everyone is going home right now. Everyone is either home or just coming home, and they're watching Netflix on their Xbox uh, home nah, console. Nah, they're all downloading Diablo 3. That's what it is. No, but I'm just talking about like normal people. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're all downloading. Haven't you heard? Gaming's mainstream now. Oh, it's, you'd be surprised how many people are watching Netflix streaming right now or Hulu streaming or anything like that or HBO Go. That's like that's why cable companies are so worried about their their future. And then, like, have you heard that rumor that Hulu's going to go? You need a cable subscription number to even. Yeah, I heard about Hulu that. <laughs> Talk about yes. missing the point. <laughs> what is what is this? It's Wolf brings up a good question. Did Final Fantasy XII even have a theme song? Yes, nope. it did. I I, I, I know the woman. It. I can see her in my. I, I know. I even have the cover image in my head. I have no clue who she is, and I have no clue what the song sounds like. Right. I know 12, she exists. Image song. Let's Kiss me goodbye. She has curly hair, and she. That's wears it. Kiss me goodbye. By Angel curly Aki. Hair wait, 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 Angela Aki. Oh yeah. Indeed, indeed, it was. Oh, because we had uh, what's her name sing that at Distant Worlds last year. And there it is. Look at it's coming up. Yeah. Um. 
You know which one I had an interesting theme was uh was uh and also a pretty decent soundtrack was Crystal Chronicles. They had uh Yaya do the theme song for one and two. No, I mean uh like if the DS game would be two, that's what I mean. Whoa, I don't recognize this at all. What is that when is that played in the game? Um I'm guessing during the credits, right? Yeah, probably at the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, it sounds like credits. One? Yeah, because it's really slow. Okay. Or maybe they were well, people were streaming yeah, again in their full clothes. Because twelve does not have a love story that develops during the game, so no, doesn't. Mm. So there's no time to have their love song. Right. To patch it on the end. Just tack it on over the credits. You can have it during the prelude if you wanted of twelve. No, but... the prelude had the big fanfare at the beginning. Yeah, no, you're right. It's awesome. Yeah, twelve has a great opening. It does. Oh my gosh. We'll play it again just for the opening. For <laughs> the first five minutes, forever. That's all I need. Just remember it, yeah, not to open so the that's... damn chests and leave them for later. That's yeah, that's right, Chris. Thing. Otherwise, you're not going to be getting your Zodiac Spear very Which easily. Which didn't matter at all. <laughs> no, you don't need it. I still want to throttle the... Uh, sorry, sorry. What? Who are you throttling? It, I still want to throttle the guy that came up with two of the dungeons in that game. What, the big go crystal to, one? Go back, to, go back to designing post-game content for, for, for Triace. Seriously. Did you, not, did you not enjoy the big one inside the crystal? Uh, I didn't enjoy the thing outside, just like immediately outside the crystal. And the crystal oh. itself made my head hurt after about three hours. It's easy. All you need to do is download a map from the internet. <laughs> it's a piece of cake. Oh, yeah, but it just... Hey, uh, but it then just there's that crap. last dungeon, which is just a big tower that has no challenge at all. You know. Oh, that just annoyed me. Yep. Number mm. four, which brings me to a more controversial subject. Should a game be judged independently of the platform that it's on or... Does the gaming platform used for the game inherently come into play? For example, Infinity Blade looks amazing, quote, for an iPhone game, unquote, but I think it would never live up to standards on the PS Vita. Well, it's not that uh, far inter- off. Interesting, um, interesting, minor, uh, interesting minor tangent on that one. You know the guy who developed um, Journey for the PS3? Yeah. Yes. Genovichen? Yeah. Uh, he's gone on the record stating... Uh, hang on, I got the quote here somewhere. Uh... Chen, recently interviewed by VentureBeat, made made the obviously 100% truthful claim that PS3 gamers simply appreciate and understand art better than any over. And I quote, Sony has a more artistic and adult-focused taste. They care more about how grown-ups feel towards their games. The player who owns a PlayStation 3 is more likely to be interested in artistic games compared to Wii and Xbox 360. He's not wrong because all the 12-year-olds are on the 360. And whoa, all the whoa, 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 come on, on that's a little biased. I, I think it's a <laughs> oh, man, you have you just summoned the wrath of Master Chief. <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. The wrath okay. of Master Chef. We quake in our boots at the very prospect. <laughs> you know what it is, though, is that you have old one-up guys. Like, you have Shane Benhausen over there looking for new projects, which is why you get games like they Papa They were doing Yo this and before Shane was there. Yeah, Nick Sunder's been there for a while, too, doing this kind of stuff, and they love those kind of artistic games. I think it's kind of the, the team... Like, well, it just comes down to their different philosophies, both and on Xbox and on PSN, about how to approach uh, downloadable titles. PSN went with the more the more tour route with their downloadable titles, and XBLA went more with the arcade title, the sort of arcade experience, the big summer blockbuster downloadable game. Hmm. They they chose different paths, and you know what? That's great for PSN to find a niche, and because that niche is like uh, aside from a few games like Limbo and. Uh, and then what Bastion and what what's the other one? Limbo Bastion and I don't even know Braid. A, a lot of those big art, artsy games are of course on PSN. Closure well, is another all, one that Braid's just came out. Braid's also on 360. It is. 
and PC and Mac. As is Limbo. Oh, but that was much later after the three si- Braid. No, three sixty came first on Braid uh, yeah. on the three sixty. Yeah, Braid Closure was like that. the same time. Or not Closure. Limbo was like the same time too. Yeah, it was a simultaneous. PSN exclusive. Too. I mean, it was on PSN at the same time. I, I believe so. Uh, there was very close. Huh. It was very close. I mean, within a week or two. Okay. I mean, yes. if you're talking, if something's I like months ahead of time, action. then I totally get it. But like a week or two, I don't no. count that. I'm pretty sure closure was the same time within days. Yeah. Just a matter of when it's they update their insanely oh, but, okay, twisted fine. shadow planet is PSN, right? That's no, that's 360 no. only at the moment. Oh, well, it's the other way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be surprised that you say all the 12 year old because um, in LA, yeah. whenever I go to like a local video game event or just kind of meet up or no, anything it, like that, it's the more popular so, console, right? So. The, no, no, the, you know, you'd be surprised. Yeah, PS, you'd, I just, I can't, I'm in sort of disbelief because I'm in this echo chamber with the podcast I listen to and the people I hang out with and talk to that I think 360 is the dominant platform. But when I'm just out and about in LA talking to other gamers, they are all, they're like, just like rabid PS3 fanboys. Like to the point where it's like, wow, I had no idea. See, but I like, do think that works into, uh, my theory is that if you have a smaller population going after it, you have less adults buying it for their kids. And therefore the audience for the PS3 should skew just a little bit older, just naturally, by being the nature of a smaller system. It's just not going to have that mainstream appeal that pads out the younger numbers. Oh, but you'd be surprised. There's a lot of PS3 people that I just, like, anecdotally meet all the time, like, over the last few years. Like, a lot of people. And they're just, like, they're the kind of gamers who jump from thing to thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just got, uh, I just oh. downloaded this. It was fine. It was whatever. Or, like, but, it was gay. Who, who, who just impulse buys a PS3? Rich, young men, right? Well, yeah, rich, but I mean, people with disposable income, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting though, because like I always, I always get my mind blown, and people are like, like I, I'm a video game fan, so I would go to this event if it was hosted by Microsoft or Nintendo or whoever. They say, no, nah, I'm only here because it's Sony. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I, yes, and lots of people guess, say it's this is gay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, as he says, more specifically, uh, Infinity Blade's graphics are what you would expect for a Vita game, yet its gameplay is too rudimentary, simplistic, and often lacking in substance. Does that mean it gets an automatic pass just because it's on the iPhone, or should it be critiqued as a game irrespective of the platform? Okay, I, I, I think his premise is a little flawed on that one, because what makes Infinity Blade... What makes Infinity Blade such a hit and why it exploded and why it got such critical reception is because they didn't try to tack on virtual joysticks and virtual buttons. They didn't try to make a Vita game on an inherently touchscreen device. What made it so? What made that game such a success is that it looked great with Unreal Engine three. But because you can totally play with it on, you know, just using your finger, the way you actually hold the device, you weren't trying to, you know, have your. We weren't having your thumb slide around and trying to mimic, mimic buttons. You weren't just doing what felt naturally on that screen that you did for everything else. I mean, it's important to build your game for the platform. I mean, the platform matters. You're not going to yeah. build a Wii game with 360 his, shooter controls. So let's say they did their job and they built it to the platform. But that, at the same time, the platform building it for the platform meant the gameplay was rudimentary, simplistic, and shallow. I think that so, was more the first one. I think the second one added a lot more of the depth that people were looking for. Uh, it had some depth. As you know, what the depth they added was you can choose what direction you're going in the castle a bit more, and they but I would hardly call up it. The, yeah, but the game is punch out. Like, what do you want out of it? Uh, I mean, more. as far as a punch out game, more. Delivered, you can, 
you you can counter you can counter direct attacks. You can oh. block. It's responsive. Yeah, but none of the There's enemies have in. none of the enemies have the personality of a punch out game. You remember every single fight because they yeah, were different I, characters. Like they were Nintendo. all unique, right? But that's more like Nintendo and their and their penchant for designing memorable characters than it is. Well, I'm, but I'm saying like that's part that. of why Punch Out is Punch Out and why it succeeds as Punch Out. If it was just bland guys that you were fighting over and over and over and over again, then you had a boss. I think people get more bored with Punch Out. But 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 is that that's more like aesthetics and 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 uh, and graphics than it is? But that's depth all part of the gameplay. gameplay. I mean, you can't separate that stuff from gameplay. It's part of the gameplay. What you're looking at, and what you're listening to, matter as much as what you. I don't pressing. know. I I I, I, I no <laughs> no because where I'm standing, it, it just seems like as far as what you're actually doing in Punch Out, you're doing the same thing in Infinity, but somehow the gameplay is better because the guy has a funny accent or a fun or a curly Q mustache. What, that the, that the fights are more unique and not as repetitive? Well, if you said the fights are repetitive, that's one thing. But saying that because the character is more, has more personality, it makes, it makes the fighting mechanic. I mean, well, I thought we were talking I, I about think two it different does, Okay, let's though. move on now. We're done. Oh, Next right. topic. We're moving on? Uh, fine. <laughs> Sorry. Number five, wow, who among... way better than I do, Lucy. Yeah. Who <laughs> among the RPG crew <laughs> will be playing Dragon's Dogma? What is it? Is it a game? Yes, is it it's a game. It's it's a game. It's it's a um it's a single player Monster Hunter game more or less. Oh. Except it's not as crazy hardcore as Monster Hunter. Um, you're going out hunting Western fantasy creatures like griffins and dragons and stuff, and you're gonna kill them Western. and bring them down. Ugh. Yeah. What? If they were Eastern, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh yeah so griffins dragons all that sort of stuff hydras that sort of thing you were gonna go kill them with your your party of people and uh, take them out. Um, people compare it to Monster Hunter because I don't know what else to compare it to. And I think you have a party of three or four people. I think four people. Yeah. And there's the hero. There's you guy who helps the hero and two other people and all that stuff. Oh, it's open world. You run around. You can hunt things. And I don't know what else. There's a demo. You can play it right now. Wolf in the chat room says he'll be playing it. And I think that's the best we can tell you, Ocelot. <laughs> I'm going to get around to the demo again. I try. I played the demo D3. I thought it looked interesting. I really, really am excited to read the reviews on it to see if it holds up and if it's exciting and fun to play over a long period of time. When does time. that come out, by the way? Dragon's Dogma. Let's check our release date thingy. Uh, uh, 522. May 22nd. So, that's from tomorrow. That's right around the corner. Wow, that, that, that Max Payne and Diablo hype completely obscured that game for me. I had no yep. idea that was coming out that soon. You, I think the lesson here is never, ever release your game in the same month as a massive Year. Blizzard release. Just, oh, and it's a massive Rockstar same. release. Yeah. You got the yeah, you the, got all of the mainstream gamers with with uh, the next Max Payne, and you got all the RPG nerds with Diablo. The Diablo three, and no one can see anything else. It's oh my goodness! Well, what's wrong with you? No, there no, are no, other that's games. Not true. That's not true because there are people who still see Torchlight two, even though Diablo three is coming out. No, they don't. Don't. Yes, that's, they do. no. Oh, but we're talking Go for it, Manny. But, but I'm, no, no, no. I mean, I, I agree with Lucifer on this one. I mean, the, oh. notice how Torchlight 2 isn't coming out on the same yeah. week. <laughs> that would have been foolish. When, does it have a release date? Does Torchlight 2 have a release date? 
Summer. Summer. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the date is actually penciled in as long after Diablo 3. That's possible. Awesome. Um, people really believe that the July 31st date that Steam has on their receipts is correct. BS. I mean, well, here's the thing is. Nothing comes is out on the last day of a month. No, no. There is weight to the theory because July 31st is, is a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. No. So, yes, it Rubbish. could come out in the same that last said, day. That I still think it's going to come out on July 17th. <laughs> You say July 17th, Anna? Yeah. Yeah, that's your birthday. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Tuesday? Yeah, that game is a, a present to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Ah, that's Sweet. I know what to get Anna for her birthday now. There you go. <laughs> easy. A game that I'm already going to have a copy of? Yes. Even easier. I'm already done. You know, Anna, you totally cannot review that game for this website, right? You know you cannot review it for RPG. Why not? Total conflict of interest. Because it's on your birthday? Can it work for them? No, no. It's it's, it's like the how uh, when uh, one up would send someone or anyone, like EGM would send someone to like a week-long retreat with Kojima to talk about Metal Gear Solid 4. And that same guy, when he came back, would not be allowed to review Metal Gear Solid 4. For, see, it's not so much that you're – it's not so much that we're – that you're gonna be uh, it, that you're gonna cause a scandal. It's gonna there's gonna be any impropriety, but it's the illusion of a of what, impropriety. What is Anna that we providing have feedback on the game somehow? She's in the forums all the time. Oh, hmm. So we're buddies. Well, now, wait a we're second. Buddies. Wait a second. People who go to forums for a game should be allowed to review it. Hmm. That's uh, an interesting question. A lot of my reviews. That's an interesting question. Huh. No, it's more the case of how how in how. Well, I think Anna's. You know, it's, it's, I, well, I think you're right. Anna's way too, way too tight knit with that community to really be able to give a fair opinion at this point. But um, I think Anna's going to have several items named after her in the game. <laughs> think, okay, well, if, was, all right. Now, if was, you have things uh, named after you in the game, you definitely cannot review it. <laughs> uh, I mean, here's the thing: is we we've already discovered, I think, three unique friends named after four members, and one of them is named after the guild that I'm in. If they're the guild that you're in. Well, yeah. you could make and an as argument. A but, member. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Manny was, like, Manny was one step individual. ahead of me there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. Did you come I mean, up with the name? No, you, don't mind me. I'm not, wait, I'm not saying Anna doesn't deserve the name a press copy. The guild? She totally does. Huh? Did you come up with the name for the guild, Anna? I can't hear. That was all. Oh, look, we're out of time for this. Yeah, we're out of time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Next topic. I'm, I, like I said on the forum, I'm really hoping for like a pair of gloves called Pauses Pause. Pauses Pause. Nope. The buzz means we gotta go. We just gotta keep moving. It's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, so there it is. See how many times we can make him play. GG. <laughs> GG. Good game. GG. Next topic. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our feedback for this week. So let's jump into the news. There isn't any news. Eh, it was like three stories. Rune Factory is going to Europe. That's right. Rune Factory Oceans will be out in Europe sometime in the second quarter of 2013. And that is that sometime will be May 25th. Thank you for writing the story. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on. May 25th, 2013. 2012. This year, not next <laughs> year. I was going to say, what, what the hell? <laughs> this story really confused me. All right, let me reread it. May 25th, 2012, Rune Factory's Ocean will be coming to Europe. Thank you. This is the really bad Rune Factory game. Oh, is it? Oh, well, oh don't that. say thank you just yet. <laughs> I, I, I do remember this one not reviewing all that great. I tried playing it some. I did not enjoy what little I played, but 
I admit those games are not for me, so let that not be a signal to you. Read the reviews for yourself. Five point five out of ten. Ooh. Ooh. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. <laughs> Ice cold. Ice cold burn. Quality, quality game here. Anna, would you Chris like to comment on the quality on of a oceans. Rune Factory game? <laughs> you have a completely unbiased no. opinion about Natsume products, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this isn't Natsume, though. I mean, the original game was developed by, I don't even think it was Marvelous. I think it was, it's a different studio that does the Rune Factory series. And this is being published by Rising Star Games. Oh, I like them because they're bringing shooters up over to the U.S. Yeah, yeah, they were the guys who released uh, Dodo and Patchy here in the U.K. as well. Yay! Everyone buy this yeah, now. Rising Star. <laughs> oh, well, even so, some companies just have off days. I mean, look at um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Ghostlight. They were the ones who bought us uh, Persona Three Portable and then went ahead and unleashed Agarest on us. Hmm. What's wrong with Agarest? Oh, are you a fan of Agarest War? You people are always hating on Agarest, and I think it's a charming little game. Well, good, because if you are in Europe and you are looking, or the U.S., and you are looking forward to Record of Agarest War 2, we have some collectible goodies that will be coming in the game, and we have the details for you right now. The limited edition in the U.S. contains a 8x12-inch hand towel, an art book titled... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. An art book titled... What do you mean you don't know why? Heroic Trials from the Lands of Agarest, and an inflatable philendile. Yeah. Oh, it comes yeah. with an That's inflatable why doll. That's towel. why you get the hand towel. Got it. <laughs> it is available to pre-order now from various stores for fifty nine ninety nine. Will be released June twenty seventh, twenty twelve, in Europe. That's right. John has signed up for this pre-order already. Ghostlighter has revealed two special editions of the game for the region. Number one is the collector's edition, which comes with a forty eight page hardback art book, already better than what we get. Six character <laughs> art cards, an A three poster. I don't know what that means. Featuring two of the game's characters and an official soundtrack. CD. Holy crap, that is a way better edition than we get. Isn't A3 basically the size that goes into a DS case where it's like tall and... A3 is twice the size of A4. A4 is the size of a standard page. Ah! Oh, my bad. That's a paper size. A, you, you, may be thinking, you may be thinking of A5, Anna. Thank you. In addition, there will be the deluxe what? edition, which contains all the content of the collector's edition we just said, plus an Agress 2 themed messenger bag and baseball cap. The collector's edition. Wear your shame out with. Yeah, oh, wear your mind. shame outside. Go. Well, I don't know that you need to. <laughs> I was about to say. Keep in mind, these collector's editions do not come with a blow up doll or a hand towel because, unlike <laughs> Axis, Ghostlight actually respects its customers. So the collector's edition <laughs> is available to pre order now from the Ghostlight store for £39.99. Hey, nothing says respect like a life size blow up doll. <laughs> Sorry. I would love to hear the meetings at Axis Games. So, what do we put in our collector's edition? I don't know. What do those pervs want? Let's put a hand towel in there. Who cares? That's a body anyway. pillow while we're at it. <laughs> All right. The deluxe edition in Europe will be sixty-four pounds, sixty-five pounds. I don't know how to say ninety-nine cents in Europe. I don't know what is it? Ninety-nine pence? Ninety-nine quid? Pence. pence. All right. It's, it's pence if you're referring to pounds and cents if you're referring to euros. It's not okay, hard. So thirty-nine pounds ninety-nine pence. P. Just thirty-nine will do. All right. You Sixty-four know. ninety-nine pounds. If you are doing <laughs> sixty-four pounds ninety-nine, Chris. <laughs> what? See, I don't know how to say this. 
Because it'd be $64.99. Oh, it wouldn't be that easy. Just say 65 pounds. 65 yeah. pounds. Agress Generations of War 2, it has a different name in Europe, is due out in Europe shortly after the North American date. It will be July 6th. 2012 in Europe. By the way, Chris, for somehow for somehow assuming that I want to be associated with this one, I have in fact contacted my lawyers. <laughs> HR will be hearing of this, Chris. That was Chris that is gender gender harassment. I mean, was that do you realize uh, do you realize how restrictive libel laws are in this country? Oh. I mean, seriously. It's a, it's a bloody serious crime you've just committed. You only make your money via lawsuits. Is that what you do, John? <laughs> Oh, God, Chris, that's tasteless. <laughs> How serious the libel laws are in a country that produces the Daily Mail and the Sun-Telegram. It's Sorry. hard to be beautiful. Right there. beautiful. Who calls the Sun the Sun-Telegram? Seriously. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know what it is, and I don't care. Diablo 3. Any, like, any, okay, think of like the National Enquirer, right? It's a total oh, rag magazine. A rag. Now oh, think about oh, 50 feet lower oh, and add crudity. No, 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 no. The sun actually does set itself up as a legitimate rag, but their only real selling point is they always, always have a topless chick on page three. Okay. That's it. Here, Here's the difference in language between North America and the and UK. And it's always, always super. Rag magazine is like crap. It's absolute garbage. No one takes... This is like that boy rises again. This is No one takes this stuff seriously. People do occasionally take the sun seriously. And they should, because yeah, they hack into people's telephones. I was going to say, that's kind of the thing about the sun, is it, it is... It, as far as some of the other newspapers in the UK, and UK are concerned, um, the sun is actually respected by people. I'm dead serious. It is. But it's also it's a Murdoch. Spice Scrolls are also, the greatest artists of our generation. It's a Murdoch. It's also, I was going to say, it's also a Murdoch rag, which makes it extremely evil. evil. Uh, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Stop that. Next topic. <laughs> so, John. If you want to read something, I was going to say, if you want to read something respectful in this country, read Private Eye. So, Just John, you're going mail. to hire a lawyer and not a solicitor to come after me? Oh, shut up. Uh, Jeez, I'm Oh, doesn't even even know his own country's legal system. Diablo oh, 3. Snap. Diablo 3. Thank you, chat room, by the way, because I had no idea about that either. Diablo 3 launches tomorrow, just in case you don't know. And if you are nervous about plunking down your 59.99p for Diablo don't 3, be. you can, well, first of all, don't be. But second of all, there will be a starter edition for you. Um, unfortunately, you're going to have to contact some, during the first month. You're going to have to find somebody who bought the game. They'll give you a key, and with the key, you'll download basically what was the beta. You'll get to play up to level 13 and go play through Act 1 of the game, and uh, that's it. You can group with other people who have the starter edition, and you will not be able to access the Real Money Auction House. Uh, and presumably a after the first 30 loss. days, or sometime quite... after that. Why even buy it then? Yes, right. <laughs> the whole point. Presumably later on, anyone will just be able to go and download this trial. But uh, there you go. That's a cheap way to try out the game if you didn't get into the beta. Uh, Dark Souls. Did anybody play Dark Souls other than me on this show? No. Oh, I was muted. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Just so you know, a lot of people did. Uh, From Software has become a million seller, according to Namco Bandai. the game pushed 1.19 million units across North America and Europe. And let's see. It is the publisher's biggest selling game uh, anywhere 
uh, over the past, uh, let's see, quarter, whatever this is. So it's Dark Souls followed by Ace Combat, a One Piece game, Tales of Zillia. It outsold Tales. Dragon Ball Ultimate Blast, Soul Calibur V, Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme Versus. Sounds like a game that John would have, do you? Yep, I certainly do. Yeah. Imported it the day it came out. <laughs> and Ben 10 Racing, which sounds like a game John would not have. Nope, I do not. <laughs> is Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme Versus a fighting game? Yes, it is. Okay. So that's all we go. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an arcade port, but it's good. Huh. Oh, I've seen that in arcades then. They have that. Yes, you probably. Well, it's it's kind of like it's it's they've been bringing out like variations of the same game for about ten years or something. They just had to wait for console hardware to sort of catch up. And I think that's and the Gundam I... fighting game we saw at uh, the arcade in your mall. Ooh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, still not the one that you actually get in and operate a Gundam with hands and feet, but you know. Oh, hell, I, I, I would spend a lot of money to build a controller just for that. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome game that was. All right, Witcher 2. They're making another RPG. How do we know? They're hiring they for it. Two. Oh, they're making two. Oh. oh. I think they're hiring for two, for two different RPGs. And one of them is a new original game that is not set in the Witcher universe. Yes, a brand new setting. This is the only... Yeah, that's all I know is this one project. So apparently there's a second one too, according to Manny. So that's two I think RPGs. they're working on The Witcher 3, to be honest. Yeah, probably The Witcher 3. And then alongside that, a new IP. So if you are into RPGs from this company, which a lot of people are, be excited that you've gotten two from them. Yay, CD Projekt Red, for continuing to have success and make more games. All right. Now, I would like to let you know if you're listening to the show, I apologize because that's all the single player traditional type RPG news I have. Ugh. From now on, it is wait, MMO whoa, whoa, whoa. stuff. No. Oh. Did you forget about me already? Oh, no. Tell me. Um, if you're interested on the website I just posted yesterday, we have an interview with Nate Kenyon, who's the author of Diablo 3 The Order. Oh, the yeah. Order is the, the book, isn't it? Is it out? Yeah. It's the. What was that? Is that book available for purchase in my region? Uh, <laughs> no, you have to get the Asia version. And hopefully, you'll only be able to read it with other people from Asia. It's the Pacific version. I can only read it. It's going to it. be an Asian. Do you know how to speak Asian? Uh, hi. <laughs> there you go. He does. So he's all right. Then. I'm all good. Now, just so you know, when you say Asian, we only mean East Asian. So that's only three countries, not all oh, the other ones. Oh, hmm. Yeah, Asia's large. It is. Wow, really? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> God, you know, the funny thing is you say that, Quinn, but most people forget that, and they only think of Asia as Japan and China. And yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. Most of Some people I, I include Indonesia. Stupid. I include Indonesia. Do you include I'm India? Of, uh, that shows you how progressive you are. If, I, if I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Should what a deliciously American answer. <laughs> India should be foremost on your mind. A lot um, of people live there. So Diablo 3 The Order comes out tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, that upsets me a little bit because I'm thinking this book is a, is a bridge book ahead between of time. Diablo 2 and Diablo yeah, 3. Yeah, you'd want it to be out ahead of time, surely. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm thinking all the people who care enough about the Diablo universe, who actually care about Deckard Cain and, the, and why the events of D2 led up to D3, all of those people who care about that are not going to say, you know, I'm going to read this book for two weeks. And then I'm going to start playing Diablo 3 once I'm done. 
So I can tell you that Diablo 3 The Order is cheaper on Kindle than it is in print. Um, from Amazon, it's $16.46 in print. And on Kindle, it's $12.99. And still no mention of an Audible book release date. Oh, yeah. There's, there's going to be an Audible book and an iTunes book. There's a sample on the Simon and, the Simon and Schuster website where you can hear like the first chapter or like of the book in audiobook format. And it sounds pretty good. It's a pretty good narrator. When will the audiobook come out? Do you know? I think the same day. It's I hope it's narrated okay, by Decker Kane. It is not. I, I don't think so. It just. should be. Okay. It would be brilliant. That would be fantastic. Hours and hours of that. Just <laughs> put it on. It's an audible presentation. I, um, I will say that the interview was actually pretty good. Uh, Nate Kane was, um, was pretty uh, open. Exactly, Chris. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> Stay a All very right, long wait. while and listen. <laughs> <laughs> A Simon and Schuster interactive He actually dies during the reading of this book, and they have to find a replacement reader. <laughs> get his, uh, what is I've it? I've lost his my spectacles. Where are my spectacles? I cannot read. Oh. To be virtually honest, I sometimes only come on this cast just to hear Chris's hilariously bad attempts at British accents. Is that a British accent? It's not a Decker's British game. accent. I'm the last of the accent. It's a Tristonian accent. Tristramian. That's right. Even though nobody else in Tristram has his accent. No, no one else talks like that. His niece is perfectly normal, but he's not. I was raised no. by Do you the want to know how he met his niece Leia? Read the book. <laughs> Read the <laughs> no, but, book. Read the book. No, but seriously, though, um, uh, sometimes we do, we get Bye, interviews with certain people, and, and they're very type lipped, or they give you know you know the PR press line. But this guy was pretty open and honest, and he gives a lot of insight and in how he worked with Blizzard, what his intentions were writing the book. Like just really what it, so if you're actually interested at all in the novel, it's a pretty good read. Uh, I am very interested in the novel. I would like an audiobook version. Um, oh yeah, it's totally there. It's going to be there the first day. Like I just wish they would have released this a month ahead, like a month ago. The problem I have is paying thirteen dollars for what is kind of pulp fiction. You know, um, I don't like paying full prices for these sorts of, you know. It, Chris, the list wait price for this is twenty six dollars. Are you kidding me? Like it's going to be pennied out, Chris. I mean, even the Mass Effect books released for like eight bucks. This is kind of crazily priced. But. Oh, but this is Blizzard. Even the the Christy Golden uh, Wild books, Wild Time oh. books, are still kind of pricey. Now there are a lot of original Diablo books. Do I need to read any of those? Okay, uh, part of the reason for this book and the Book of Cain is that most of those books are not canon anymore. No. Oh, okay, that's right. They are Including not. my read manuals. This. Right, my old Diablo yeah, like manuals are no longer valid. Follows Decker Kane from when he's a child all the way up to up to now, and it fills in the gaps between two and three. And do you, you guys, uh, basically, yeah. Do you guys like this whole retconning for convenience? Like, oh, we didn't think about writing in the future, so instead of actually continuing the story world that people actually thought was cool, let's just write it from scratch again. You know what it is? I I, I really, if you look at the Diablo archive, like those books that were written back in like two, early two thousand. Yeah. Or like in the late or like the late nineties, it was kind of a bit of a mess. They well, didn't think Diablo was going to continue on the way it was. It, it's it's probably for the best. That well, they're here's, doing this, here's what honest. I would say: like I'm cool with them just wiping out the novels, but I would think like the <clears> original <throat> instruction book stuff, all that should really stick around, in my opinion. Oh, that's for the most part. Is. Okay, that is. Oh, that that's going to be. Ah. They're not going to fix that. All right, it's good. Just, it's like the five novels that they wrote on the side in the early, like they just right. farmed out to somebody. Good, because I didn't read any of that long. crap, so I don't mind it being no, gone then. <laughs> you don't need it. It's not good. Nah. All right, good. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I was reading through the book of, since we're talking about Diablo fiction, I was reading a little bit through the book of Cain. Yeah. About halfway through that. 
Uh, that's a pretty good summary. I mean, it's basically all of those manuals and a nice little thing that in a nice little book with fancy pages and fancy artwork. It's a, it's, I think anyone who uh, isn't familiar with the last games you didn't play one or you can't find a copy of the old manuals, it's a really quick read. And you get like a pretty good like, oh, OK, so this is why angels look like this. This is why the demons are like this. Oh, OK, I get it. It's a really quick primer. It's pretty it's, – it's, it's fun. It's a good way to get a quick overview of the long canon of Diablo that goes back to the original game. And, yep. f- and then to completely understand what's happening in Diablo. Did you read it yourself? No, I did not. Ah. I don't have a, a physical copy. I have a digital copy, so I don't have access oh. to the book. I'm curious. How does a digital copy uh, – how does it – because I'm, I think a lot of the experience of this book is like you're holding Deckard Cain's manual. So how does it play on a, on a, on a digital device? It doesn't. It's a PDF file. <laughs> it's a scan of the pages. Oh, that's lame. Oh. It is. I'm sorry. It's just how it is. Oh. Uh. Right. I assure you I got it through entirely legitimate means. I have reason to believe, very little reason, but a little bit of reason to believe that the audiobook will be available tomorrow, and that makes me excited. It is being read by Scott Brick, whoever Scott Brick is. Everybody, I have an announcement. I have an announcement. Something just arrived for me in the mail. Oh, you won't believe what just arrived for me. I'm opening it. I just got okay. my scissors. Okay. And the, the funny thing is, look, it's how fortuitous because I was just talking about this a second ago. Yeah. But my copy of Diablo 3, The Order, is here. Oh, seriously? I'm holding it right now. Read oh the back gosh. of the book. I'm holding it right now. Back it just the book. Read the All back. Right. All right. What's it say? All right. I'm going to read the back of the book. Deckard Kane is the last of the Haradrim. The sole surviving member of a mysterious and legendary order. Assembled by the Archangel Tyrael, the Haradrim were charged charged with the sacred duty of seeking out and vanquishing the three prime evils. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's on the the website. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't have a copy of it. There we go. This guy's psychic. (laughs) (laughs) How funny that just as we were talking about the interview, the book would arrive for me. That's pretty awesome. So Manny did not get a review copy of the game, which he could use. Instead, he got... A copy of the I book. I got a copy of the book. <laughs> Which we don't hey, review. Uh, actually, I think I'm going to. I'm actually going to probably review it for the website. All Ooh, right, look sweet. At this. If There's we're allowed to do that, then you should on totally Amazon. do it. Com. What's on you Amazon? Know, I feel like sometimes we don't Google. do a lot of this extra well, stuff, but I, um, when I went to BlizzCon, I wrote up a, the Book of Kane impression. I got some pretty good feedback, and it got picked up by a lot of Diablo fan sites. So, you know, we, I got a pretty good response from it, so I figure why not do the Book of Kane review? Sounds I'm, I'm sure me. some RPG fans here would care. So here's the thing. Excuse me, some RP gamers. Yes. So the excerpt I'm reading is is pretty poorly written, if I'm <laughs> honest. I don't know. Nate Kenyon won some. He's won a, a more than a few awards for his uh, original uh, horror novels. All right. Oh, All right. So instead of having God. this sort of debate, Manny, read the book. Let us know next week. All right. There we go. Here we go. This is in the first first page before. Don't miss the other terrifying tale in the Diablo in the world of Diablo, Book of Cain. Based on the video game from Blizzard Entertainment. To Abby, my little girl, who may someday gather the courage to read this, but not yet. <laughs> okay. Prologue, memory. Tristram, 1213. The boy thrusts his hands into the... <laughs> I'm not going to read it right now. Gather around and listen, everyone. Oh, he oh, doesn't even fair. say stay a while and listen? No, he this says, is his dad. He's still oh, a kid at this point. Lame. Fail. 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 
has to say stay a while and listen. Gather around and listen. Oh, this is this is the description from Amazon, which this is not an excerpt. This is just a description. Yeah. It has been written by the people who are trying to flog this game, but nevertheless, here it is. Deckard Kane made his way across the floor, following the footprints to an alcove in the far wall. Rotted boards clung to supports, the last remains of an ancient library. This had been a ritual chamber many centuries before used to summon things from beyond the human world. Things? That's delightfully vague. This is, okay. this is it, on the Shyman Schuster is, website as well. Is it? <laughs> yes. A portal to the burning the hells themselves, the perhaps. That's <laughs> the a book. fragment. Yes. The shelves were empty now. He saw a speck of yellow underneath a splinter of wood and bent to pick up a corner of parchment paper, curled and speckled with mildew. Something moved in the shadows to his right. He whirled, holding the light up. For a moment, it appeared as if the shadows themselves were alive, bunching and swirling like ink and water. At the same time, a voice like the distant moan of wind drifted through the empty room and raised the hairs on the back of his neck. Deckard Cain. This is really terrible, I have to say. <laughs> I hope that's okay, not I'm gonna the read book. <laughs> Lucifer, I will read the entire book. It's really big, though. It's pretty thick. It's like 370 pages. thousand pages long. I'm going to read the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know when, because Diablo comes out tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm going to try to read through this thing and, and write something up for the website. Are you buying Diablo 3? Uh, I had my I pre-ordered my collection edition at BlizzCon. Oh, okay. So yes. you know, not only did I pre-order it at BlizzCon, I pre-ordered it in. Uh, I, w- I was in the media room. I was sitting across from three of the lead Diablo developers while I was on my iPod Touch ordering. Oh, were you like, dude? Co- I just ordered your game. I just ordered. You want to sign my iPhone? I ordered it. IPhone. <laughs> no, it was pretty funny because they were talking about. I told the story about how they uh they had the Tyrell the Tyrell statue. Then that BlizzCon is like this yeah. massive twelve foot statue, and they were discussing where to put it. Like, where do we put this statue? Let's put I, it in the men's well, room. Well, I guess you could put it in the break room. <laughs> so they're, you know, they're having that story talking about where they're going to put this massive statue, and they're back in their offices, and I'm sitting there ordering their game moments after the press conference. So that was fun. Yeah, I've had I've had my pre-order since October. Oh, I didn't know there was a book about Nova. Oh, oh yeah, uh, so that's also written by Nate Kenyon. That yeah. was his first Blizzard novel. I, I talked to him about it at BlizzCon. Uh, I think the reason why they the Blizzard hired Nate Kenyon is because they liked what he was doing with his uh, horror books because yeah. he has like he sort of he sort of has this good like dark tone. But he's also recently did like this one short novella sci-fi, this original sci-fi universe, and they thought, okay, this guy knows how to write dark books. He understands some sci-fi. Let's bring him on to do. Uh, this Nova book, which apparently is pretty dark, it's, it's like a Nova and all these other specters dealing with their dark past and how the. Do you remember in the game they had that special gas that uh, that what's his name wants? He has the dreadlocks. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember okay, his so name. They want but that special gas. Awesome. In most people's game, he doesn't make it, so I don't know. Oh no! Uh, Tosh totally was his name. Yes, Tosh. Gabriel Tosh. Tosh two point so, um, so apparently that that gas it, it really messes up normal ghosts and it turns them to these like sort of half these half crazed specters and they have to deal with all of the demons of their past and all the people they have to kill and it's all sort of coming back at them. So that's so Blizzard brought him on to do that and they they liked apparently what he did with that so they gave him the the new Diablo book, The Order, which he, from what he says in the interview, it's like a quest novel but it's a lot more horror themes and he really wanted to make it like a, like sort of a scary experience and sort of a capture what it feels like to be in a world where demons are coming at coming at you all the time mm-hmm. all right if you want to re- let me see how long it'll take me to read this 372 page book in between playing diablo 3 we'll mm. see 
All right, let's two. see. Let's see. Tristam, let's, no, one, please stop. 12, please stop. I have more RPG <laughs> oh, news. Oh, we're out of time for this topic. I have more Look RPG news. So um, for people who are going to play Mobile Suit Gundam AGE, it's going to have two versions, kind of like a Pokemon game. That's some news. And let's see what else. Oh, we're out of time for that topic yep. too, Chris. I'm yep. sorry. Oi. <laughs> for Chet. Yeah, I, I, I was I, actually going to say that kind of sounds like a number of other level five games that have been done. Because uh, they released two versions of Inazuma Eleven Two, for example. Uh, Square Enix posted a seventy-five point seven five million in net income thanks to games like Deus Ex and Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Lightning's uh, de- yeah. Lightning is going to have her final battle with um, a villain. I don't want to spoil things in a new DLC for Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. There's a trailer out of it if you want to be somewhat spoiled, um, but. I guess this is the Requiem of the Goddess DLC. It is coming soon. It's out this week worldwide, and I guess this puts a cap on the game. I don't really know, um, but I know that's out there. Who knows? And that makes it sound to me like it might be some more closing info for the game. I haven't finished the game, so I don't know how unclosed it is. Just for God's sake, it. Chris, it's easy. Wrap it up. Yeah, I should, but I just haven't had the time. That's all. Um, also out this week is it's Snow's just... Eternal Arena episode of DLC. So... What what is that? For I don't what? know. I don't know. All I know is okay. there's the one that's out looks like the ending of the game that people are waiting nope, for. Move on. You don't uh, know what it is. Just keep going. Right. Whatever. Requiem of the Goddess coming out. And let's see. Nope, can't do that either. Move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> the there's a rumor the Kingdom Hearts 3D demo is coming to North America. And let's see what else. It'd be mad not to, so we probably won't get that. You'll be able to fight old gym leaders like Brock and Misty in Pokemon Black and White 2. Good. Uh, Brock, Misty, Giovanni, Blue, and other past gym leaders and champions. Uh, Let's see. Save your Persona 2 Innocent Sin data for Persona 2 Eternal Punishment. There will be a... You can import your save data into the sequel. Or second half of the game, I guess. Uh, some DLC info for Fire Emblem. Who cares? And let's see. What else can I read off of Silicon Era? <laughs> this is where I go when I'm short this on RPG the, news. <laughs> RPG Gamer Silicon Era summary cast. That's right. That's right. If you'd like to know more about our show, just go to <laughs> siliconera.com. <laughs> you can find out all of our stories right oh, there. Right there. Hey, 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 you laugh, but at least he's not taking all of them from one up anymore. <laughs> well, they stopped having stories or a news staff or employees, so it kind of became hard. Uh, oh, grab a level 50 Dark Ray in Pokemon Black and White via Wi-Fi um, on Ooh. the Wi-Fi connection. So go do that. Like, I will see, be doing that. See Thank that you. Starts. That starts Oh, it's until June 10th, so you should be doing it right now. So, and Gugner has a rating on the German ratings board. Uh, Gugner, sorry. I have to say that hey, right. I've got, a, I've got a new story for you. Do you know that Pikmin 2 is coming to Wii? Yeah, that's point... not really an RPG. Oh, that's right. You guys, this is RPG cast. RPG cast, yes. Can't talk about all the good games that are RPGs. Monster World 4 is finally getting localized as a virtual console download. <gasps> I got some news. Yeah. This is the Cat Fancy Podcast, right? Yes, so this it is. is a new show on Animal Planet called uh, <laughs> Too Cute, where they follow a mom and her, and just her, her new litter of kittens. Ooh. Adorable. Too right. cute on the animal. All right, check this out. I didn't even know this was a case. Dragon Quest X requires a 16-gigabyte flash drive in order to play it for your Wii. Uh, I did not know that. 
Uh, you can buy it from anybody, but if you buy the Square Enix one, you get a Momon, which is um, a floating flying monster from Dragon Quest. You get a hat for your avatar. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want that hat and the game and the USB drive, you can get it in a bundle that translates to about $113 US. Um, obviously, if that bundle actually comes out in the US, it will be priced differently because those prices never directly translate. So, I didn't even know that for Dragon Quest X. 16 gig drive? Wow. MMOs. So weird. All right. Star Wars The Old Republic has an update coming out. Do this quickly. Uh, it's called Allies, and that is literally all we know about it. People are speculating that means you're going to get um, a dungeon finder and stuff. Uh, so some something that it could just one of one for any of the things that it could have potentially nicked from World of Warcraft, it omitted probably one of the most useful. Yes, correct. Uh, people think yeah. it also have a new upgrade. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the dungeon finder was important. Even Terra's launching with the dungeon finder. So what's up with that? Star Wars: The Old Republic also not a top five game for EA. So. <laughs> John Riccatello said, uh, here's our top five flagship franchises, Battlefield, FIFA, Mass Effect, and he doesn't say what the other two are because apparently three was long enough to explain. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, But he he does say Old Republic is in the top ten, so it's okay. I'm uh, sorry, this is just terrible PR. Yeah. (laughs) This this is terrible. Well, he's minimizing. There's a reason for it. FIFA, yeah. but it is more important than Tiger Woods. So let me tell Go. you how this how this came about because they there was a story was that they're losing subscribers. They had 1.7 million subscribers in February, 1.3 users at the end of March. Um, in the conference call, they said, "Well, this is just normal drop off to casual the casual and trial users who are done with the game. We're still profitable and we're happy with being the number two MMO on the market. And don't worry, this game isn't even considered one of our top five flagship franchises. So uh, the fact that it's doing great is great, and it's gravy on top for us. Sure, sure it is most expensive game developed in history, right?" Or is it? I don't even know if it is. It just sounds like it was from all the stories that came out. That was an expensive. Certainly one. It's certainly one of the biggest with regards to um, like demands on your hard drive space. <laughs> it's twenty gigs. One. No, it's he, bigger than that. I just moved it today on my hard drive. It was twenty gigs. Oh really? Yep. I okay. thought it was about. I think know, they shrunk it. Yeah. What? 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 Anna. We need to unsubscribe from that. We do. No, we're gonna finish. <laughs> Damn it, we're gonna finish. We're getting to fifty, and then we can unsubscribe. As soon as we do, we'll get to 50, the next day we'll unsubscribe. It'll be great. Or we'll actually, as soon as we'll log out. Oh, 50, logging out, unsubscribe. World of Warcraft, cross realm zones. So, how's about this for a way of making it so that the low level content that no one's playing has more people in it? So, the people who are playing it can actually party with people. So, what they're going to do is make it so people on multiple servers in the low level zones will actually be merged together while they're in those zones. So they're kind of What? Yeah. So they're going to okay. sh- Yeah. I I have just in the past 4 months leveled two characters from 1 up to 85. Yeah. And I never had a problem finding people in low level zones. Well, this isn't to a problem. To be fair, I am on Moonguard. This is yeah. not a problem uh, yeah, on well, every Moonguard server. Is, Moonguard is like one of the busiest US servers. It is the busiest server in the world. Yeah. By and an I order play, of magnitude. I, so, and I, I play on Worm Rest Accord. I at least understand that it's busy. <laughs> it is well, crazy. I leveled a character recently on Steam Widow Portal. 
I mean, I didn't have that many problems finding people when I needed to do a grouping. It's so easy these days, though. Why would you even need people for group quests? I soloed them all. To be quite uh, well, I was a, I was resto, and I didn't even bother with the dual spec. So there were times where it was like, "Ouch!" Was anybody else doing the, the time? I, I just waited till I had like all of the group quests in Dragon Blade, and I just nailed them all out. So this will not apply to capital cities or other busy areas or auction houses. Um, and your party won't necessarily stay in the same instance as you travel to a new zone. Servers will be divided into pools, which cross over, and so you will probably see people again as you continue to level, as, you know, assuming you all keep playing the game day after day. And, yeah, so it's a neat, neat idea. It's an innovative solution. Yeah, right? I think it's a neat idea, a decent, decent application of server technology for World of Warcraft. Yeah, can't really see any downsides. Eve Online! Oh, peep. go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I like more people. More people. More people, yay. More people is good. More people. And EVE Online is looking for more people to play its game, so they have a patch coming out, and or an expansion, which of course is free, as are all of EVE's expansions. They're adding more missiles and launchers. They're upgrading graphics on ships. One of my favorite things, they are unifying the inventory. Oh my gosh, this is so nice, because the inventory is such a pain in EVE. Um... That makes me excited. Improving the character creator, all a bunch of other stuff, improvements to PvP, and I will not pretend to understand Eve's PvP and all the politics involved. Uh, basically, other than... I, I, I mean, my, my impression of it from about five years ago is basically line up on uh, one side of a junk gate, get the other guys to line up on the other side of the junk gate and crash the server. Yes. That's Eve PvP. Well, they've, they've been working on that, and they've got this time dilation yeah, stuff and all this other I... weird crap. So, like, time will slow down as loads get higher and all this funky stuff that happens. Anyway... Well, that's kind of to make sure that you aren't basically annihilated by lag rather than somebody else. All right. So you're pvp I'm going to say some keywords from this patch for PvP, and you tell me if it's an ooh or a meh. War declaration system. Uh, that's always been a controversial topic, um, like, since forever. Okay. Kill reports. Better kill reports. Uh, people for people to masturbate over. Okay. Mercenary Marketplace. I don't know what that means. Interesting. <laughs> Factional Warfare. Oh, that again. <laughs> Time's up. That's Time's it. Up. And, no more topics. Oh, I was going to say incursions and opportunities, but I realize those words don't mean anything out of context, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> All right. Sony's losing money. Of course they are. What a surprise. So he, so this, this story's headline, I took it from Shaq News, is Sony Post Loss Amid Declining PlayStation Sales. So let's let's separate the two things here. Shaq News. Did you just go to Shaq News because that's where Garnet Lee went? Shut up. They have a very good news feed, and as soon as I find a better one, I will go to it instead. Unfortunately, Giant Bombs is too selective to use it. <laughs> Polygon. You got to go to Polygon. That's where all the hipster journalists are. I refuse to go oh, to the hipster journalist site. I'm not Don't going after McElroy until I have a reason to believe I give a crap about <gasps> But Philip Oliver is there. Oh, yes, but he's not doing it. And you like him because he's on GGR. I do like Phil Kohler, but still. There's all those other hippie blog types, and we don't like blogs around here, unless they're Silicon Era or Andrea Singh. <laughs> the two official blogs of the RP Gamer RPG cast. 
All the right. ones that focused on Japanese stuff. Yeah. Only those guys. Yeah, we only like the weeaboo blogs. All right. Sony has lost money. Hey, hey. Well, yep. it's okay, people. Chris is allowed to say it. Oh. He's a weeaboo. He's oh, a weeaboo descent. Is that a very so offensive term? So he's allowed term? to say it. Don't get offended. <laughs> Please tell me. Is that like a really offensive term and I just don't realize it? No, no, it's okay. okay. You're allowed to say it. You're At least one of the forums I moderate, it has been censored. It's been censored? Oh. oh. Okay. Another, another blow. I do find it, if there's, a, if there's anything there that it is, it's hideously overused. Yes, that's what I thought. So that's so is the word okay. that, but we don't censor it. <laughs> to be fair, like, to be fair, this is like saying the N-word on a podcast called Black Power Nightly, you know? This is the RPG cast. You I can mean, say weeaboo. Let, let, me, let me put it this way. Is there anybody who would actually be deeply offended by the word weeaboo? Is that Why? actually an insult be? somewhere? Like, did my, it actually look, become a real insult? A number of my staff have been weeaboos. Now, I fired them, but they were weeaboos, and they took it on the chin because they knew that they were. Okay. And that was perfectly all they right. They took it on the chin because a tentacle monster made them. Because <laughs> 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 it was... One of the better places they could have taken it. So Sony's taken it. Um, uh, anyway, they've cost, <laughs> they lost money. <laughs> what the hell was Terrible. that? Uh, <laughs> $5.7 billion is what they lost. And they also said that uh, they're down. Okay, so they sold 14.3 million PS3s in fiscal year 2010. They sold 13.9 million PS3s in fiscal year 2012. And, of course, fiscal years sometime end in the next year, so it just ended. Um, PSP and PS2 um, sales were also down uh, from to 4.1 million, down from 6.8 million. And let's see. Oh, the Vita sold 1.8 million units. Obviously not down or up because it's the first year it was available. And they say they they their statement is, as a starting phase, I think it was a good start. According to Kaz Harai, um, and they're hoping to sell. Kaz 10 million. Harai has said some very strange things yes. before, though. Let's be honest. They're hoping to Does sell. Does always 10... make sense? Wait, sell... is that the Rich Fraser guy? No, no. Kaz Harai, Kaz Harai is the guy, is the guy who said that they made the PS3 intentionally difficult to develop for. And he did. He is the Rich Racer guy as well. Yeah, he totally yeah, is. He is. Rich, Rich Racer. Racer. Five hundred ninety-nine US dollars. Five hundred ninety-nine US dollars. People are going to get second jobs so they can buy we, the PS3. We almost. We almost. I had to do a. I had to do a presentation. Uh, presentation at university with regards to um, developing for the for the PlayStation Three, and mm-hmm. we had to try so hard not to use at least one of the various Sony-related memes. Should because have. we feel like we probably we would probably end up losing marks for it or something. <laughs> you guys should have hosted your presentation at home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's actually a pretty good idea. Actually, uh-huh. to suggest that to one of the groups next year. Yeah, uh, just to try. So Harai says for the Vita six software will be successful and blah 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 blah. Of course okay. he does. So here's here's an important piece of info to know. So yes, system sales are down, but of course that should be expected by everybody given it's the end of the generation cycle. People aren't gonna buy as many systems unless a bunch of cheap software out libraries out there like with PS2s, and that's just as in case with PS3. But what is true with the PS3 is that their software sales are up. 147.9 million last year, 156.6 million this year. And unfortunately, PS2 and PSP software is in a decline, but those systems are pretty old at this point. And yes, all that is the case, as well as Sony just losing money overall. So the 
headlines are going to say, you know, PlayStation sales are down, but the software is actually up. So that's kind of interesting. Something to realize that the you can't just trust the headline. You got to read what's in the story. No, really? I know, right? I know. Nintendo DSi's drop in price. People have been waiting for this yep. for a long time. So the DSi of a drop. is going down to $99, mm-hmm. and the DSi XL will be $129. Problem is, I don't have in this story, I don't honestly remember what the old prices were. Um, 149 and 169 respectively. So they're dropping 50 bucks and 40 bucks. Okay. So now's a Correct. great time to get a DSi XL if you've been waiting for the it big is. screens. Uh, and a lot of people like those big screens. So. They are wonderful. I absolutely miss mine. I have this 3DS now and the screens are minute and I have Why'd to you get rid use of a microscope. Like you traded it? I got a 3DS. I basically swapped it for a 3DS. Ah. So I traded well, the XL and got a 3DS. Yeah. Well, you say that, but I never want to play it now because the screens are minute, oh, and strange. I have the eye state of a mole. Oh, so yeah, you should go get the XL back. I'm I would, yeah, I would. I would actually be tempted to get a DSi XL myself because I haven't updated mine since the uh, since the original DS. Oh get the XL. dear lord! Get get anything, any even the yeah, 3DS, anything, anything, <laughs> anything at Don't all. Don't use the original I DS. I just have an attachment to my old DS. No, it emits rubbish. radiation. It. it will kill you. It will, it. actually. Your testicles will shrink and fall off. It's just... <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> will happen. Hey, 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 he wasn't meant to know, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's just move right on there. Uh, he understands why it happened. Poor I'm going to I'm gonna have to explain that one after the podcast, yeah, okay? Yeah, let's explain that one after the podcast. Ro- Blockbuster UK <laughs> lists multiple Wii U games. Um, apparently, inadvertently... And I'm going to throw a mark right there. All right. So just inadvertently, multiple Wii U games listed in a blockbuster computer. And so check this out. Here's some potential Wii U titles. Just Dance 4. Wouldn't that be surprising? Killer Freaks from Outer Space. Stop Why me when... Just Dance game for the Wii U that they announced last year? Yeah, Holy yeah. shit! So, <laughs> tell, me if it, tell me if any of these games are going to make you interested in buying a Wii U. Marvel Super Heroes. Metro Last Light. Monsters Party. New Super Mario Brothers Me. Okay, we knew about that one. Ninja Gaiden 3. Pikmin, just called Pikmin. Rabbids Party Land. Raving Rabbids, apparently two Rabbids games. Raymond Legends. We heard about that one with that trailer a little while back. Shield Pose, Splinter Cell 6, Sports Connection, Tekken, Your Shape 2013, Zombie, whatever Zombie is. And let's see. Aliens Colonel Marines. Oh, Colonial Marines, excuse me. Assassin's Creed, Batman Arkham City, console, oh, it's the console, uh, <laughs> damaged consoles, <laughs> also not a game, Darksiders 2, Dirt 3, Formula 1 All-Stars, Game Party, and Ghost Recon Online. How many of those games are you going to pick up? Come on. I mean, the thing is, is a lot of this list is stuff they announced last year. Yeah, but there's some stuff in there that's new and was not announced, so... I'd like to point out, Chris, that quite a few of those weren't RPGs, and hence you'll have to be censoring them from yeah, your podcast to, <laughs> to cut them out. It's a slow news week. I'll give it a pass. It's okay. He's got lots of sound effects to do that with. <laughs> I do. That's I right. do. We will only speak about the I mean, RPG tie-in novels, not other <laughs> exactly. games. <laughs> You're going to love this Mass Effect book I was reading recently. Um. Well, Wait, the bad one that they had to the read? No. Spy information. <laughs> Oh, 
no, no made thanks. almost as much sense as the ending to Mass Effect 3. It probably made okay, more sense. Okay, okay, let's just stop right there. Otherwise, we're going to be at it for hours. <laughs> Seriously, I think we really have beaten the dead horse to death. Nonsense. <laughs> it's that Quick. level of redundancy that you have to say it like that. We've beaten the dead horse to death. Just so yes. you know how much we've beaten this dead horse to death. Ah, resurrect. Yes. <laughs> resurrect. Ah, oh, beat it to death. Uh, all right, that's it for news. So it's time to talk about what we've been playing. Anna and I, what have we been playing? Nothing. I played Double Survivor 2 on the way home. Oh, all right. More Double Survivor 2 for Anna. I'm stuck on a fight, though. I need to... I need better strategy. I played download hey, Final Fantasy fourteen and Diablo three. No, play Final Fantasy fourteen. It's free. It's, it's not... free till the twentieth. You cut. So is getting kicked in the nuts. It's also free. Don't do that. But they've changed a bunch of stuff. Yes, and you know what? I can kick you in the nuts with cleats. I can kick you, you in the nuts have with. You tried leather the new, have you tried the new? Have you tried the new version at all? No, because I know better. <laughs> you know better. They could have changed everything. You have no idea. You have no idea. Deserves it's fourteen out of five. Is that what's going to happen now? I, I don't know. I'm asking you. Looking forward to your fourteen out of five review of it. I for will RP not Gamer. be reviewing. Well, we're actually Final discussing your eleven out of five review on the cruise. Were you? That's amazing. It that, lives that on. That review comes up so often. You wouldn't believe. It is an epic review. It's a cornerstone of RP Gamer. Can One I of the most invalid reviews? Incredibly rudely interrupted me. No. <laughs> when would that have been? I never do that. Shut up. <laughs> I played Soul Survivor 2, but I'm stuck on a boss that sends out little pods and shoots a big beam. It sucks because I'm always in the wrong position. But I think I got like it all mapped out in my head now. I also played Torchlight 2. Oh, have you now? Mm-hmm. And you're allowed to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. She wasn't allowed to talk about it before. That's all I can say, though. No, that's There's all you no can NDA say. In the beta. <laughs> There's no NDA in the beta. There's no NDA in the beta. Yeah, I don't know why you can't say anything, because there is... There's, you can't do a review. You can't do... There is a re- NDA on impressions, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they've been live-streaming. You can just say what you've been doing, how the game is shaping up, anything, right? No. Anna doesn't understand. Well, that's actually not true, Anna. But she doesn't understand that subtlety. She doesn't listen to enough podcasts, so that's okay. Let's not pressure her. She, <laughs> if she doesn't know what she can and can't say, we can uh, teach her about the difference later. She Manny- can tell us everything, and then you can just redact it all later. Yes, we can all redact it all later. We'll get the whole podcast cleared by wonder, and we'll just moo over over exactly. all the parts we can't. It's a cow level. It's bonus content. <laughs> well, first I logged in and moo, and then I equipped a moo to my moo slot, and it'll be great. Is this the I like to beep? Yes. This is the RPG cast version of I like to beep? Yes, okay. Uh, no, but um, sure. Let's say so. And Manny, you have access to the Torchlight 2 beta, but you haven't been able to play it because the Mac client isn't out, and you didn't want to boot into Windows, right? I don't even own a copy of Windows, period. You don't even own Windows. I don't own Windows. Manny does not do Windows, all right? Come on. But you know the funny thing? You, people say that, but like Windows is like $200 or more. It's $119. No, it's Since when? Since I looked Since it up this morning on Amazon. Windows 7. Yes. 
Wasn't it like two? F- I don't know. I, no. I, you know what it yes, is? There is a more old... expensive version, but that is not what you need. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, what's it called? I've been listening to these old GFW radios, like you know, with uh, Jeff Green and Sean Elliott and uh, Ryan Scott. And Windows Vista was just about to come out, so my pricing scheme is all messed up because uh-huh. I'm thinking like, man, three hundred bucks for Vista? Ugh. <laughs> Right. Terrible. So you can get a standalone copy of Windows 7 Home Premium for $178, but if you just buy the upgrade, you can actually install from that. Great. Right. So I buy that, then That's I buy Parallels. $108. And then I install it, whoa, 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 and then whoa, I can whoa, play whoa, whoa. the free beta. Boot camp that stuff, man. Boot camp you don't need stuff. Parallels. Just run it in Boot Camp. Okay, so I buy that, then I, can run my, then I can run the free beta. If you don't mind technically violating a license which you would be by just buying the upgrade version. The S- Windows 7 Home Premium System Builder DVD is only $99.99. And a it top is. seller on Amazon. Because <laughs> that's what everyone else does, too. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, there you go. $100, bucks, you are into Windows, but I can understand why you might not want to spend that money. All right. And what else we got? Oh, Manny, what have you been playing that does work on your Mac? Um, I've been playing reading the, the Book of Cain. The Book the of Cain? Back, yep. to, back to RPG tie-in novels. All right! Woo! I just trying to been, I just been reading through the Book of Cain. Um, I didn't want to start... I, I, I stopped Front Mission, right? Remember? Yeah, Front Mission 4. And I didn't want to start down. a new game a week before Diablo 3 came out. And so like sort of be stuck in the middle of an RPG, put it down, and who knows when I'll come back to it. Okay. So I haven't been really playing much of anything. What was the other game I was... Yeah, so I'll, I've just been in this sort of limbo where I'm not playing much of anything. Limbo, how low can you go? Just, just trying to finish this Book of Cain thing. Okay. It makes, it's making me realize I have very poor lighting in my house. But isn't that lighting. the appropriate way to read the Book of Cain? should be by candlelight, shouldn't it? Yeah, so you'll end up with eyes like mine. And, and, a, and a thunderstorm going on outside. That would be the appropriate way to read the Book of Cain. Is it good? Mm, see, you should have been. You should have brought it on the cruise. You could have had blue thunder going on oh, while you read I know. it. Yeah. Did you have you enjoyed it so far? Um, it's got its. I think whoever proofread this book must have had a hard time reading all the crumpled paper because there's quite a few typos in it. Oh, really? Interesting. But other than that, though, it, it, they're doing a pretty decent job of just sort of catching me up because I never played D1 at all. So I'm getting a pretty good background of the history of the universe. They haven't made and any like, enough, major errors like calling it the Herodric Sphere or anything like that. Have the Herodric Sphere. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that bad. So it's they're not just like sort the of, Mass like, sometimes Effect it'll be... You have no, quite a treasure that. there on that Herodric Disco Ball. <laughs> But the good thing is, though, is, um, you know, I'm getting caught up really quickly. It has some really great artwork. I'm just getting, like, a feel for all the basic evil, all the prime evils and all the angels. And what they're really doing is I feel I feel I have a great idea of where the story of Diablo 3 is going. Because a lot of it, they're talking about prophecy, their prophecy and what they're foretelling. So I have a good idea of exactly what's going to happen with the story now in D3. Spoilers, in a way. Well, I don't know if it's spoilers, I'll say, but, like, like foreshadowing, but sort of, like foreshadowing with like with a spotlight so there's not much really of a shadow okay spoilers are over spoiler alert yes okay good (laughs) (laughs) oh let's see what else we got um i've got some news yes go for it 
It's not RPG related, but it's news, so that's something. Um, Amanda McKay was recently interviewed by a video game website. So if you want to find out her thoughts on things and stuff, you should go to lucifer.com where that interview is live. I'm who sorry, is, who? Who is Amanda McKay? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> it's on your site wrote, and you wrote I it. <laughs> I did. I wrote the questions and then Jennifer Biggs read them. Kind of. She didn't actually read the questions I wrote. She kind of deviated and got lost. Jennifer Biggs. Jennifer Biggs is my general editor. Okay. Wait, wait, and wait, she, wait. who did she interview? Amanda McKay. And what does Amanda McKay do? She's on television. <laughs> That's about it. I think she hosts Game Trailers TV. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm going to Google this right now. Yes, Game Amanda Trailers McKay. TV. She hosts that on Spike, which is a TV show, TV channel in America land. Amanda McKay. And she was also on G4, and she was the host of Pulse. But now she's the host of Game Trailers TV. Is she, just, is she, is she, is she one of those pretty presenters? Yes. <laughs> That's what she is. She's very pretty, and she's got a Midwestern accent, and she likes casual games. iOS games. When you say Midwestern, do you mean like your standard Hollywood accent or a little bit of a twang? No. Hollywood. Not Texas. Good heavens. All right. Yes. Midwestern accents have become default English to the rest of the world. I know. It's, a, it's upsetting because I'm surrounded by them. I live in Michigan. Wait. And everyone talks like this. And I oh, that's not what I mean, annoying. Midwestern. I'm in Hollywood. Mid- no. It's how everyone talks in America is really that nasal, awful, awful accent. Hooray, I'm not American. Wait. Yes, it's a, it's a relief, wait, wait, wait. actually. Is this- yes, you cockney bastard. Sean, no, is this, is this legit? Cockney. Yes, it really is. That is Amanda McKay, and that is our interview with her. It is legit. What, how did you land a, an interview with somebody? Wait, what? But this is like satellite I think style. I think you've, how did you do that? Magic. <laughs> magic. I think you've. I was gonna say. I think you've broken Chris. Oh, I got a good Just, screenshot of her right here. Um, let's see. I know. Isn't that nice? Oh yeah, Chris, you got a good screenshot of her. Oh, you? she looks super that's goofy. Actually, it's in full HD. It was in full HD, but we had to shrink it down to fit it in the site. HD? You can watch the full HD version if you click the link, but it's 400 megabytes. So you're yes, watch watching a little streaming one. HD version. Made with 20 different herbs and spices. Yes, that's right. Herbs. And you'll do well to remember it. Uh, I heard you. Are we all looking at Amanda McKay? They're all looking at the Amanda what McKay. Is battle, what does she have to do with Battleship? I don't understand. She's the one in charge of flogging it to the media. Battle the for moment. everything. Be battle real. For everything. Battle for everything. What is that? It is a sort of web-based tower defense game, from what I can gather. It looks all right. It's just I don't care for tower defense games. It reminds me a little bit of Osmos, but faster and with guns. How if you know what Osmos is. It's an iOS you title. Do this? You guys are... That's pretty interesting. No, it is real. It, I, this is hand of my heart. Swear to God, one hundred percent genuine. I'm sorry, Sean. Is. That's not enough to convince me that something you I did. I don't know real. what else to tell you. It is. It I is just. I never believe. <laughs> what? That's the okay, problem. Listen, I'm watching this video right now, and she's staring at the screen like a Stepford wife. This is creeping <laughs> me out. Well, she couldn't. The thing is, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of this beforehand. I think they expected that we would have a video feed coming from us. And while I could have done that, and I was there, and I could have interviewed her with the video feed on our end, and it would have been fine. 
I didn't think of that, and I put Biggs in charge, and Biggs does not have a video feed. So she spent the entire – you can't see this, but Amanda McKay spent the entire time looking at a cat wearing a lime as a hat. So she was – She looks so uncomfortable. She was – yes. So there's this lime cat talking to her, asking her questions with the voice of Jennifer Biggs. And I was sitting here in a three-piece suit in a library – with my video feed and could have done a nice job, but I didn't think of that. Maybe she would have been more creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> this guy with a bow tie and a three-piece suit and little round glasses oh, yeah. squits at her. Letting you Tell talk to her, about though? Video games. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> no video games. Do you like them? I think, I think you did yeah. the right thing having Jennifer, Jennifer ask the questions. <laughs> the problem is, well, I thought the thinking was she's a woman and she'll appreciate it if we have one of our female staff members asking her questions, that seems to be appropriate. It's true. It's true because I only like talking to people with penises. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know us from Adam. I thought it might sit her at ease. If it's I'm, true. I feel uncomfortable around women. Well, the, their lady parts and such. That's because you're confused by the complicated bits. It's all very complicated down there. There's so did these guys just like email a mailing list and say, do you guys want to do an a- interview with her? Just go ahead and email us. No. No? Got Jennifer went out of her way to, to get this? Well, Jennifer's gone out of her way to get us several interviews, but we got That's a specific inter- inter- email from them to Jennifer asking if we wanted to schedule some time with her. So we said, sure. Wow. They were very kind. How do they know Jennifer? That's awesome. Because she's our general editor, she and they know general. her and Jenny, and they are the ones who get all the stuff. Ah, they get the stuff. Lucifer.com is more popular than RPG Game. Well, to be fair, she's not flogging an RPG, so that's What are you talking about? We got the author of The Order interviewed on our site, so screw that. That's an RPG I'm pretty sure that's much more important than Be Real. Yeah, man, we're getting them clicked. We have a a nationally published um, book author on our site. Yes, this New York Times bestselling author Dave Kenyon is an RPGamer. This lady is, called, is from something called the B-Reel. What is the B-Reel? No, 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 it's not no, the A-Reel. That's the name of the company that developed the it's game. The B-Reel. It's called B-Reel. B-Reel. She doesn't work for them. Ah, she works B-Reel. Yo, Chris, it's a pun Chris, Chris, on reality. B-Reel, Chris. B-Reel. Chris, you gotta yeah. be real. I gotta be real. Because <laughs> this is not... Uh, whatever you say, Sean, I'm sure this is a, a joke or a trick of some sort, and I will find I, out. I will find the out problem. the truth of this. Once you've made so many, once you've lied to people so comprehensively for years, when you finally <laughs> tell the truth, no one believes you. Yeah. It's like we really did this. It's real. And then There's all the comments will make coke puns. It's like no, we really it's real. We Nobody even this. bothered to watch the interview because they don't know who this lady is. <laughs> Her mouth is going to open and it's going to be Ethan Pfeiffer going, chitty chitty bang bang. And it's wor- the well, worst. I figured you just edited together like an actual interview she did with your own questions to make her give really strange answers or something. But um, no, I've been I've been watching enough of this while we bicker back and forth to know that you did not do that. So <laughs> I feel. I, I wrote All right. The- can I hit the GG button? Yeah. yeah. Do it. Press it. Do it up. Oh, it's broken. Oh, <laughs> stuck on Amanda McKay forever. So you know, I uh, you know, think, talking about Amanda McKay and G four, I've been really impressed with their. Uh, oh, there it is. Their recent time to move on. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm about to talk about all their reruns of Cops. <laughs> no, that's okay. So yeah, and how inexpensive they are to run. So let's talk to who else has not gone yet. Is that Mr. John Yearworth? I'm still here. All right, John. What have you been playing? Well, 
Uh, well, uh, until Friday, I didn't really play that much. And after Friday, it was all kind of a bit of a blur, really. Um, you know, because finishing university after five years can do that to you. Okay. Um, I mean, at the moment, I, I uh, bought um, a Company of Heroes uh, over the weekend on Steam. Relic's um, World War II real-time strategy game. Yeah. Which I didn't think I'd like, but it turns out I do. It's actually better than Dawn of War. Who would have thunk it? Which one? Um, Company of Heroes? Uh, the, the Company of Heroes. Yeah. I, which is basically I, band, band of Brothers, the game. Yeah, that's what put them on the map. No, uh, no, but Company of Heroes came out after Dawn of War 1. Uh, uh, really? That's the thing. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was and, the other uh, way around. Dude, I Relic, apologize. Relic made Homeworld. They've been on the map for ages. Yeah, and where is that sequel coming yeah, it's called Homeworld 2. It it wasn't as good as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> They're already done with the sequel. Yeah, where, where's the where's the sequel to that? You may ask. I have no, no clue whatsoever. <laughs> I would like one though. Mm-hmm. You know, really, really do with one. Well, unfortunately, like, they're owned please, by THQ, somebody. which means they don't get to take any risks right now. <laughs> nope. Son of a... Uh, I'm also gone back to playing Anno 2070 as hey, I have time. Here's the irony. You know the guy who directed Dawn of War? Was that not Jay Wilson, the director of Diablo 3? I have no idea. Actually, I think so, yeah. I think he did come from a few RTS games. <laughs> he was the lead designer. Well, chances are, he was the lead designer. In about, yep. I'll probably go to bed in about 45 minutes, wake up and play Diablo 3 because it should be out by then. So you're going from one Jay Wilson game to the other. Yeah, oh, it's up. Um, oh, he didn't do company uh, videos. Okay. You, did you pre-order online, Quinn? What? The Diablo servers, 3? Yeah, yeah, the servers oh, crashed forged. at 11 p.m. your time and I've came already, back up at about 1.30. I already downloaded it. Yeah, you should be able to actually connect now. I Yeah, I can connect, but I get the Battle.net is down for maintenance as, as expected. Oh, yes. No, it should be back up at this point. No, no, it's not. It's because he's trying to log into Diablo 3, and that's the message you're going to get until midnight. Um, yeah. Except it launches, it's already launched in Europe. I mean, you know, I have friends that are playing it. They're like, yeah. hey, I can finally get past the Skeleton King. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've no? actually I've heard whispers. I, I post on, a, um, on an Australian site, Rocket Chainsaw, mm-hmm. and apparently that, the okay, Asian, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. Asian, Rocket Chainsaw? Yeah, Rocket Chainsaw. Okay, How that's an awesome site. That's an awesome site name. I'm going there right now. They're my new news source. Yeah. Rocketchainsaw.au. Oh, no. <laughs> Why not just go to Rock, Paper, Shotgun? Don't do that. No, don't go to them. <laughs> rock, Paper, no, Shotgun. Balance. They only talk about first-person shooters, don't they? On Rock, Paper, Shotgun? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're a PC guy. They're PC oh. uh They're site. PC-centric, so they only talk about first-person shooters. Oh wait, that's not the truth. Anymore. No, they talk about the Witcher. That used to be the case. <laughs> they talk about Witcher and Diablo. All right. The preeminent P P C R P Gs. Lie down um, and stop headbutting me. Thank you. Hang on, hang on. That. How many things do I have to click accept on Blizzard? A lot. All yeah, of I'm, on the, I'm on the character create screen. Rocketchainsaw.com.au yeah, is not working. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Rocket Chainsaw is all one word, yep. and it's .com. Yeah, it's not worth loading for me. Okay, I'm looking at pictures Probably of the Diablo 3 official launch event in Irvine. There's yeah. a dude wearing, like, full plate armor. Why of aren't you there? Why aren't you there? Go! Go now! Go! 
I am not going down to Irvine. Are you kidding me? Go to Irvine. I don't know. Where is it? I am only like a two hour. You have to take a train down there. You should have taken the train this morning. I would have done it. And camped out and all that stuff. Oh, I am on, and then when the train stopped the running car- at midnight, I, I, I'm on the character creation screen for Diablo Three. So yes, Diablo Three is out in Europe. <laughs> you are, and therefore yes. we have to end this show so you can go play it. Quick live stream! Tell us what you're doing. Okay, you're cooking on a class. What class are you cooking <laughs> on? Walk us through it. Let us experience the game through your eyes. I have no idea which one I want to play. Actually, you want to play um, Wizard, of course. No, I wanted to. It oh, was a throw between play Demon Hunter and Monk. Now you want to play Wizard. Oh, shut up. It's Wizard all the way. That's what you want to play, and you should. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I tend to play mages in games. Exactly. I like difference. You know, I like something else. Nope. You want to play Wizard. Oh. You know, you could, because the male wizard looks like Gat. You should totally he does. Pick no, yeah, he doesn't. doesn't. You know, he's been, yes, he, he, he was inspired by uh, Korean and, and uh, Japanese pop stars. If you look at his, his wavy hair and his, and his facial features Ridiculous. and the, the clothes he wears. You're trying to poison it for me, and I won't let you. I'm being serious. Look at You're him. Ridiculous. You're a ridiculous little man. He looks like a Korean pop star. Anymore. Nope. I've, I've tuned out your voice with magic because I'm a mage and I can do that. I have, a question. I have a question for my listeners, and the only way you can provide feedback right now is via Twitter. So I need some help. What was the first instance of the concept of the rocket-propelled chainsaw, i.e. a chainsaw what? that's either shot out of a rocket launcher or that is shot out of a rocket launcher and then can <laughs> further propel itself? With rockets. Would that be like Serious Sam? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. The is first that time, a thing? The Did first you time, just make that up right this now? Is, it's on encyclopedia.wikia.com, so it's got to be fake. Um, so the, this is a concept, though, that I've seen in many things. I remember an old episode of uh, X-Play had uh, the game by a guy called Johnny Extreme, which is rockets shooting chainsaws and stuff. That was the first time I heard of the concept. And I see this website that's designed around it. I want to know the first instance of you know rocket launchers shooting chainsaws. It, it is it is actually a rel- it is a relatively recent website spo- uh, spawned after another site, uh, Pal Gaming Network, which is what a site I wrote for about oof, six years ago now. I think um, went under because the guy currently running it is a colossal douche. Yeah, like most websites. No, I didn't say that. Not mine. Oh, wait. <laughs> Not saying anything. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for tonight, right? Everyone wants to go uh, yeah, download so. their Diablos, and I don't blame them. So thanks, everybody, for joining us for the live stream. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for the download. And thanks, uh, everybody, for being on the show. And, uh, Sean, uh, thanks for filling in again for Adam Hi. Are we I, starting? You didn't really fill in. I guess nah. you were here. Yes. Yeah, we're we're kind of done. So, you guys, I've been reading the latest uh, Warcraft novel written by. Uh oh. Those are never very good. I have to be honest; they really aren't. Oh, Anna, loves Anna will disagree with you. No, they are like fan fiction. I'm sorry. Wait, what are we talking about? The Warcraft novels. I like those. Well, you could like them, but they can also yeah. be not very good. The, the thing is, is that. Anything that gets knacked, I know is going to be ruined. Richard and I've knacked? kind of gotten to the point that I'm okay with that. I mean... Yeah, Richard Knack is the weakest author in their oh, staple. Oh, you mean that as a verb? That's a thing? Getting knacked? Knacked. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the Wolfheart one that we read, which was kind of hokey, but okay? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's basically the thing is, once something gets knacked, you can't take it seriously anymore. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, but... 
I mean, for better or for worse, it's been no. Bad. From a from a literary standpoint, it is bad. That doesn't mean you can't get enjoyment out of it. But from a lit- oh yeah, I mean, what about the, the Christy Golden ones? You don't like those either, Sean? Oh, no. she's amazing. No, I do not. I'm sorry. But you have. But read I mean, them. again, he, here's the thing, though: is she is definitely an she's definitely an author that is a zero one equation. You either love her stuff or you think she sucks. I don't think I've met anybody who is simply ambivalent about her writing. I've gotten to the point where I can no longer evaluate whether or not I like books. I can only evaluate whether or not they have literary merit, which isn't the same thing at all. So oh. I don't know if I'm the so best. Tell me, well, pretty much so how much literary merit does Fifty Shades of Grey have? I haven't read Fifty Shades of Grey, so I couldn't tell you. Apparently, if you do, you're going to be a bored housewife and you'll start masturbating. Fifty Shades of Grey, isn't that um, like someone's Twilight fanfic with the serial numbers filed off? <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, seriously. That is apparently what it is. It's, it's Twilight fan fiction with the serial numbers filed off. It, Except I there's more sex. That I a lot more it. sex. <laughs> well, Tons that's, of sex. That's how you can tell it's fanfic. Yeah, well, basically. Pretty that's, much, that's yes. Key, that's, that's the key. Thing. Oh, this is fanfic. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yes. Chris wins this argument. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, now that I've won something, I'm going to go and uh, I don't know lose a Diablo 3 or something. Alright, so with that... Are you a bored housewife? Have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? Email us at RPGcast. We will be here on Saturday as per normal, so join us then at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for the next RPGcast. Saturday's tomorrow? No, it's not. No. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. (laughs) Today is Tuesday. Well, yes, five hours from now. The day after that is Wednesday. Oh. Chris, I got problems. I got problems. No, stop that right now. Shame on you. Look at me and tell me the truth. (laughs) The end. Goodbye, everybody. It is. It's over. Thank you for tuning in to the Meancast. This episode of the Meancast is brought to you by Audible.com. (laughs) No, it's the last thing the world needs. Use RPGcast1 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And... Sorry, I was trying to be like Leo, who always inserts an awkward and between all his ads. We need another And ad. Ford <laughs> Taurus, buy a Ford now at the great new Ford Sync. Hey, they had the first um, electric car on the Ford um, m- Moment commercial in American Idol. The Leaf? We are now talking about American Idol commercials. No! I'm pretty sure the podcast is over. Or is this is this the the after hours this bit? Is that's the after, getting yeah, this is the after hours. You know, Thomas Jefferson once said that Lucifer.com is the last remaining bastion of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I think that's reason enough to visit my website and watch that wonderful Amanda McKay interview. Well, look who's whoring their website now that they look at that. Look at him recorded. And I forgot to do it. I should have just talked over Chris at the beginning and just said Lucifer.com, 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 Lucifer.com. And that was succeeded. And oh, I don't know. We're we're officially gone, but this is all like bonus material for all the great people who decided to say. You don't say clear. Let me check my audio level. Wait, we have to pretend this is like a pre-show roll, and then you edit it because it was so uh, so exciting. All right, trust my levels. Penis. Oh, boo! No, no, no. Oh, this is this is how the screen. podcast ends, not screen. with a bang, pop but with screen. a groan. Pop screen, pop screen, pop, pop. Oh.